Welcome to the Whiskers and Wings podcast, where we tell imaginative tales for kids and the kid at heart. I'm Teresa, and I'm so glad you could join us today. Every week, we'll post a story or two we hope will make your imagination soar. And this week's story is about a big problem. It's an original written by me, Teresa, and features two kingdoms which can't seem to get along, and a wise and brave princess who's determined to help them make peace. Here is our story, The Day the Fight Ceased, thanks to Princess Patrice. Far beyond the rolling hills of Rangu Telewampu, past the gloopy swamp of Slunky Fornu, a day's journey more over the wide plains of Jitterly Lorgashu is the beautiful mountain kingdom of Vinavanaloo. High in a castle perched on the top of Mount Klagroth sat the king of Vinavanaloo, King Granoth. King Granoth was a very wise and good-hearted king and loved his country of Vinavanaloo more than anything. Anything, that is, except one thing at least, his lovely daughter, the Princess Patrice. But there was one thing he hated above all others, something he'd learned to hate from his father and mother. For deep in a valley all green and dewy was their enemy country of Ventimablui. Their two peoples had been fighting and feuding since before King Grenoff's great-great-grandfather was a young prince. No one knew why friendship between the two peoples was forbid. They just knew that it was, and so quarrel they did. Each day, King Granoff sent soldiers to the borders of his land, where King Henwick of Fentimablui's soldiers stood close at hand. Over the border, they threw daily terrible teases and taunts, calling the Fentimablui soldiers names and making fun of their aunts. And back over the border, the Fentimablui soldiers would fling more teases and taunts that would burn and sting. All day long the two sides warred with their words until night drew near, and to their nests went all the birds. Then off to their homes all the soldiers would go, only to return the next day for another name-calling show. Back and forth, day after day, the two sides fought in that word-slinging way. That is until one day. During the word fight, a young soldier from Fentimablui felt his nose tingle and let out an enormous, Achoo! The soldiers from Vinavanaloo all gasped as one, for such a thing in Vinavanaloo was never done. To sneeze in public was a terrible disgrace, and the Vinavanalooian soldiers grew red in the face. How dare you sneeze at us? yelled the chief general of Vinavanaloo. What a terrible, awful, and completely unforgivable thing to do! This means war, and we won't soon forget! You haven't seen the last of us! Oh no, not yet! And off the chief general rode to tell King Granoff the news. He needed his advice and counsel on what to do. When the king heard what had happened, he grew livid with rage. I'm issuing a citation of war. Quick, get my page. And the royal page boy was summoned and the letter was writ before they had thought about what might happen. Not even a bit. The chief general took off immediately with the letter in hand and sent out messengers to proclaim war through the land. But there was someone in the throne room who did ponder and think, and what she pondered and thought made her little heart sink. Princess Patrice had heard what her father had proclaimed and it somehow made the young princess feel very ashamed. She knew what he and the others had chosen was wrong. She'd heard something about it long ago in a song. It was her mother's song that had taught her not to judge the actions of others or hold against them a grudge. 
loving others and showing forgiveness were always best, and there was something else, though she couldn't remember the rest. Princess Patrice talked with her father. She begged and she pleaded, but in the end, he insisted war was something Vina Vanaloo needed. They could not allow those Phantom of Blueites to show disrespect. Such impudence and spite, of course, needed to be checked. The young princess went to bed that night with heavy heart, knowing first thing in the morning the war would surely start. But what could she do? She was just a girl, even if she had a crown with gems and a pearl. No one would listen to her, certainly not. And yet, she could not quell the unpleasant thought that she had to do something to stop the impending war, or woe and much worse for their land was in store. She woke as the sun began to rise in the sky, and dressed and left the castle before anyone could ask why. She dashed to the stables and found her favorite horse, and rode him through the city streets on a straight and determined course. She rode into the countryside, past dales and hills, but what she saw when she reached her land's end gave her chills. There on the border of Fentimablui and Vinavandaloo marched the two armies, a fight about to ensue. Vinavandaluian soldiers stood prepared for war with faces set against the Fentimablueites, and what is more, they had great smackum and thackums and whackety whackers. They had deadly booger booger slingers and enormous clackety quackers. The Vinavandaluians had all these aimed across the border at the Fentimablueites in relatively short order. But the Phantom of Blueites had not come empty-handed. They too had great machines of war that they commanded. Towering Ticklem Rapows and Spunker Nabunkers, Zappers and Grappers and Nogginhead Clunkers. The princess watched as both sides prepared for battle, the soldiers marched to the border, and their armor began to rattle. She raced toward the border and approached the two legions as they began to load their weapons for a fight in that region. She rode to the middle of the border, and down from her horsed hop, she raised her arms and yelled as loud as she could, STOP! Both armies went silent as each eye looked to Patrice, who would not move but called them to cease. Then up rode her father on his great horse of white. Patrice! he called. Is everything all right? No, father, it's not, she replied with a frown. This war you have started must be immediately shut down. What's going on? asked the approaching King Hanwick. Is this a joke? Is this some kind of trick? What are you up to? What deceits are you trying? Tell me, Granoff, and don't even think about lying. This is no trick, or lie, or false deed. What I have to say must be said now with great speed. This war you're both starting must stop right away, before it gets out of hand and ruins this beautiful day. Love, joy, and peace should be in our hearts, rather than malice and hatred filling all our parts. Whether someone is from one place or some other shouldn't matter, for we are all sister and brother. We have our differences, this is quite true, but we have more in common and great deeds might do if we work together and choose to be kind and not allow our differences to change our mind. Step back and look at what's happening around you. This will only bring ruin to Fendamablui and Vinavanaloo. Let us shake hands now and forget offenses of the past and build a new future full of hope that will last. King Grenoff and King Hanwick stood quiet a long moment still, both looking at the princess who'd spoken with such skill. And then they looked to each other and gave a firm nod and shook hands across the border, knowing their thinking had been flawed. And the soldiers, too, set down their weapons and gave a great cheer, having missed a disaster that had been perilously near. And King Granoff kissed his daughter on the cheek and said, My daughter, you've got a good deal of sense in your head. I should have listened to your wise words from the start, for you spoke with peace and love that came straight from your heart. Then taking her hand, he proclaimed in a loud voice, Today things will change. Let us rejoice. 
I proclaim today that the Phantom of Blue Whites are our friends, and with them we shall make peace and amends. They are no different than we of Vinavanaloo, even if they sneeze in public and give a louder chew. Now let us celebrate, for our years of fighting have ceased. Let us have parties in both lands with great giant feasts. And the countries of Fentimablui and Vinavanaloo became quite good friends whose friendship only grew as the years went by and the people became even fonder of their former enemies who lived over the border yonder. And if you ever go beyond the hills of Rangu Telawampu, past the gloopy forest of Slunky Fornu, a day's journey more over the wide plains of Jirali Lorgashu, you'll find peace in the mountain kingdom of Vinavanaloo. It's all thanks to one girl who knew peace and love are always best if you want your days to be happy and fully blessed. That day on the border, the fight between the two countries finally ceased. All thanks to a wise, young peacemaking girl named Princess Patrice. The End We hope you enjoyed The Day the Fight Ceased Thanks to Princess Patrice. If you liked it, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, and a new Whiskers and Wings story will appear in your favorite podcast player every Thursday. It can be hard sometimes to be kind toward other people, especially if they're different from you or do things you don't like or understand. How can you be a peacemaker like Princess Patrice this week? Is there someone, maybe a, a brother or sister or a friend, whom you've had a fight with recently? How could you try to make things right with them? Feel free to draw a picture of what you hope to do and ask an adult to help you share it with us either through our email, whiskersandwingspodcast at gmail.com, or social media, where they can find us on Instagram at whiskersandwingspodcast, on Twitter at whiskerwingpod, or on our website, whiskersandwingspodcast.com. Until next time, keep using your imagination. Whiskers and Wings Podcast was created, recorded, and edited by Teresa Sales, theme music by Ruth Richmond. <laughs>